Hi, everybody. This is Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And I'm your host, Laurie Handlers, and I'm thrilled to be back with you. Have you ever stopped to think about intimacy? What does the word really mean? According to Wikipedia, intimacy generally refers to the feeling of being in a close personal association and belonging together. It is a familiar and very close, effective connection with another as a result of entering deeply or closely into relationship through knowledge and experience of the other. Genuine intimacy in human relationships requires dialogue, transparency, vulnerability, and reciprocity, according. And as an adjective, intimate indicates detailed knowledge of a thing or person i.e. an intimate relationship between two people. From what I've heard and experienced, this type of intimacy does not necessarily lead to steamy sex. My guest today, Hercules, the pleasure coach, says that couples see him to spice up the intimacy in their lives or explore other intimate lifestyles. He says couples seem to have trouble communicating or cannot communicate at all. So, Hercules, you're here. Can you I'm shed, here. <laughs> hi. Can you shed some light on what I just talked about? Does intimacy actually cut down steaminess and sex? Is it possible to have steamy intimacy and all that? Like, what does that mean? Tell me. Tell me a little bit about that. Um. Well. I, I agree. With, I'm sitting here looking at the same thing you have with, with the Kavika. Um, yeah, I, intimacy is a part of a relationship. And um, I think when people actually come to see me, um, they're in this, if they're, they're going with two routes. One, their intimacy is lacking or their intimacy is great. And they're looking to expand on their intimacy. Um, on the on the uh, aspect, if their intimacy is lacking, they're searching for something to create um, that spark. Um, intimacy, you know, again, um, it's the spark. It's a spark to a relationship. Uh, that's really what I you know I look at intimacy it being to be. So do you, do you do you go by this? Um a really good friend of mine, who you may also know her, Dr. Judy Koryansky. She yes, was, I, I met Dr. Judy a long time ago. Actually. Yeah, she's she's like my sister person, you know. Uh-huh. And she wrote the Complete Idiot's Guide to Tantric Sex. And somewhere, uh-huh. somewhere in there, or maybe just in our personal relationship, she said to me, "Intimacy means in to me see." Yes, that sounds great. I love that definition. I, I yeah, <laughs> but but the thing is, I have read by um, I think I I read this on one of the experts that was once on the Oprah show. Mm-hmm. She said that that real intimacy, what, what women kind of long for, the cuddly, snuggly intimacy and this great communication, does not necessarily lead to steamy. So that's what I'm. That's kind of what I want to tease out here with you. Okay. Well. Um, intimacy, as I said, intimacy is a spark. You can be intimate on many levels. I I mean, you can be intimate in a, in a letter, um, and to spark your imagination. 
Um, you can be intimate with, um, as you're saying, cuddling um, and just, you know, eye-gazing and kissing. And then you can be intimate, which, you know, takes it to, to the higher level, you know, being uh, having sex and, you know, having, you know, a more passionate, um, intimate experience. Um, there are different levels of intimacy. So um, I just, I, I, it's, intimacy is an, uh, on different levels. That's really what it comes down to. So, so tell, tell me a little bit. Um, I just want to go back for a minute. Okay. Because I want to, I want to know about these levels that you're mentioning. That mm-hmm. I, I also want to go back for a second. Because mm-hmm. I've inter- I introduced you as the pleasure coach. Yes, the pleasure. And what what is that? Tell what does that mean? A pleasure. Um, well, the pleasure coach when I I just when well I just kind of changed that this recent of recent. Um, beforehand, I was more I was doing what I called pleasing hands, and that was I was providing, doing services where I work with um, more through touch, but then I, I advanced to doing um, talking and coaching and telling people, giving them ideas. Um, and when I really wanted to um, think about it, um, pleasing hands really wasn't working. And that, um, so I came up with the pleasure coach, and the pleasure coach really more was a universal um I wanted something to be universal. I didn't want the, uh, you know, the romance coach or, you know, the, uh, you know, uh, even when I was thinking about the intimacy coach. Um, to me, the pleasure coach, uh, be, pleasure is uh, a universal term. It, it kind of brings in, well, it doesn't kind of, it brings in the ideas of intimacy and the ideas of sex and the ideas of, um, romance and the ideas of lust and um, the ideas of play. All those things fall under pleasure. They're pleasurable feeling. It, pleasure is more the feeling of that you get from all those acts. Um, so hence that's why I, I, I went with the pleasure coach. Um, well, and there, are, there are other pleasure coaches out there. There are people and I'm there. You know, they who do different things, um, but that was. I've never fun. heard that. I've actually never heard that term before. I mean, I, I've mm-hmm. heard people. I know there are sex coaches. I know there are intimacy coaches, but pleasure coach. I found that to be very unique. But yeah. also, also, what you're saying here, I have to tell you that when you say that intimacy is a spark, I actually think that what you're. I, this is just my opinion about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's my show, so I can say it. <laughs> it is. You know, when you're talking about giving people ideas, you know, you started to coach people as opposed to just touching people and working with them pleasurably or therapeutically. You, your ideas to me sound like the spark. Yes. Well, that's uh, that's. Uh, I'll just jump in here. Um, that's what is it. I, the reasons I see people when, when I do, for example, this uh, more therapeutic central touch that I do um, for the people who are uh, looking, and it can be, as I said, intimacy can go two ways: lack of, or um, that they're increasing thereof. Um, some for people lack of, it's a new experience to for them to try um, that one um, their partner for whatever reason, um, is not receiving the intimacy they need. Um, and 
that falls under, I see people who just, you know, they're having a humdrum sex life or intimate life, um, or could be other things such as medical issues, um, or thereabouts, or on the vice versa side, for those who want to increase their, their intimacy, their pleasure, um, they're looking into expanding into maybe going into threesomes or poly relationships, and they want to see how it is to be with somebody in a safe, you know, controlled environment um, that they're comfortable with, that they, they have somebody like myself come over and work with them, and um, they can start exploring uh, a, a new avenue to increase their pleasure and intimacy in their life. Are you, do, you, are, do you mean when you go over and you meet with them, are you talk, are you having a conversation we, with we them? Do, we do talking, we do, t- and we can also do intimate touch as well. Okay, so you actually, you, this is good. You, this isn't an, an interesting slant. You mm-hmm. warm people up. Here's yep. the spark. Here we go with the spark again. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you warm people up with a conversation, and then you warm people up to the idea of experimentation mm-hmm. with you, the coach. With me, the coach, or, you know, with, and that's where we start off with the discussion is really to see where they are. I mean, if they're not to the, they, um, if they're not to a level where they're ready to be touched, then we just talk. If it, they're ready to the level that they can be to work with the touch, then we work with touch as well. So, um, again, it's intimacy at different levels. Okay, so I got that. I so okay. So the I I see. So the okay. different levels are starting with talking. Um, and well, well, I mean, intimacy. I mean, communication is key, no matter what. Um, whether it's between. Communication with yourself, it starts, to me, it always starts with communication with yourself. What am I, um, on, you know, if they're being honest with themselves, what intimacy am I not getting or what intimacy that um, I want to, to get? And then with couples, um, if there's a couple involved, then they it's communication between themselves and talking about those intimate things that they want, um, whether it's intimate things they like or intimate things they desire uh, intimate things they may not like. Um, it's that realm. And then with, you know, then when I come in, it's discussing that even further and also possibly, uh, me giving them more ideas or avenues to explore. So do you start with, do you start with communication exercises? Or do you, I mean, or do you just have a basic a round robin conversation with you. I mean, let's say I came to you with a partner and mm-hmm. we had some intimacy issues. How would you start the conversation with me, and how would we find you first of all? Um, well, uh, if you can find me, um, I'm at uh, thepleasurecoach.org. Uh, org meaning I always tell people remember orgasm. To remember <laughs> org. That's good. Uh, <laughs> and. Um, Basically, you know, go online and find me. Uh, I do have a blog as well, um, or I'm I'm throughout all over the place, as you know that yourself. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Facebook, all the, Twitter. All the Twitter. I'm a I'm a social network fiend. Uh, okay. But once if somebody you know once they find me, um, the thing is is we 
they contact me and we kind of started there, uh, hoping they'll, you know, be honest to, you know, put out there what they're looking for. Um, but they're not, not always, and that's fine. We, the biggest first step is being honest to make the appointment. Once we get to the appointment and I do go over, um, and, uh, the whole, the first process is learning what it is they want. Um, and, um, that's really how it is. It's, I can't give exercises, uh, unless I know what they particularly want. And sometimes I, being in a, a, the coach, I have to play mediator because people don't always know what they want. So if he, it was you and a partner came to me and um, you had a general idea, there might be something else there that you haven't talked about or you're not exactly sure what you want. Um, so I may give you some ideas I'm, uh, along the line, away of the conversation, that will spark some discussion. And, again, to really stress, and number, like, really the big thing in a relationship is communication. Communication between yourself. You have to have, you know, communicate with yourself and express what yourself and think about all your desires and wants and likes and dislikes. Um, that's being honest with yourself and that's, you know, don't sit there and talk to yourself literally, but think about it. And then, um, being. Come on, uh, all people talk to themselves, don't yeah. you? <laughs> Um, but don't let people see you. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but then the next step is also communicating with your partner. Um, because it, what I, I tell people, one of the things when I say you're in a relationship, you're, you're, you need to communicate. Your partner is not a mind reader. Um, and, right. and that's what I think is a big thing with relationships nowadays uh, or, or just relationships in general, people get used to each other um, and and or think that the partner should, you know, be able to figure out what they want. Uh, you're not going to get what you want unless you express what you want to your partner. Your partner is not a mind reader. Um, and uh, that leads to communication. So I okay. that's a thing. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, so this is good. So, so do you work with, do you mostly work with, so you mostly work with couples? Do you work with individuals? I, I actually, um, I work with, largely my, my, most of my clients are women and couples. I also do work with men. Um, so I work with a large uh, spectrum. Um, but uh, as of late, it's been a lot more couples who have been, you know, seeking me out. So. Right. And you work, I mean, and you, to me, this is an amazing phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I think that the, our parents' generations and the generations before them were not as focused on intimacy and pleasure. I think people are hyped by mm-hmm. our culture, and also they're starved for. This is my thought about it. You know, starved for love, starved for touch, starved for attention, and also very unclear about what they want and desire and haven't got a clue how to talk about it, feel guilty, ashamed, all the above, and then mm-hmm. they, they've they got to find somebody like you. Yes. Um, you know, or me, they got to find somebody to talk to about it and, and help them uh, out of the box. 
Yeah, I that's yes, that's a good that's a good term out of the box. I think that over the years, over the centuries, it's just, over time, um, we have this box that where you know people get in um, these old uh, lifestyles or old you know premises that are put on us throughout the ages. I do. Are we more sexually aware now? Yeah. Um, but there's still those a lot of those old stereotypes uh, on people, right. um, and to just kind of go. And but it's people like us who help um, change that. We're we're yeah. now the next generation. So, well, we're talking with Hercules, the pleasure coach, about intimacy and and being coached in intimacy both the communication aspect of it and the physical aspect of it. And you're listening to Tantra Cafe. In the next segment, we're going to be talking about the actual, some of the different intimacies that Hercules might help people explore and look into, and also the kinds of people that he, I have a lot of more questions about the kinds of people who call him. So we'll we'll be right back with that. Wondering what book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness? Try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself and possibly even make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they might apply to you. In the book, I begin with the tenth law, Make Love in the Unknown. And then I work you through laws one through nine to help you get to the unknown. How to be fresh in yourself, in your life, every moment, every day. Sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. It's only $19.99 in paperback and $14.99 on ebook. You can get it by going to sexandhappiness.com. You can order there your copy of Sex and Happiness by me, Laurie Handlers. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host, and my guest today is Hercules, the pleasure coach. And he's talking to us about why people call him, why they need pleasure coaching, how to coach people, or why to coach people in intimacy What's going on? Uh, we just were talking about, we just left off actually about talking about the generations before and how they didn't seem to need it. I mean, it, they didn't even seem to care. My grandparents often didn't speak to each other for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. And they didn't really care. They didn't make a big deal out of it. They weren't running to a therapist. I'm not saying that's wrong or right. I'm just, you know, I'm not making a judgment about that. I'm just saying people today place so much importance on their relationship. And I think it's not, you said mostly women call you. I want to, I want to refer back to what you said earlier on the show. Yes. You said mostly women call you. So the women who call you, are these women single? Um, well, actually, it's a, a, a mixture. I When I first started out um, doing this, I started doing, uh, I'm, been a massage therapist and body worker for 20 years and really how I got into this um, started leading into this was through um, through my 
massage work, it ventured off eventually into doing intimate touch. Um, one of my clients, a woman, uh, came to me and was very um, disgruntled that there were places to go get massage and get release but for men, but nothing for women. Um, and oh, the she, famous happy ending. Yes, and she was very... <laughs> She was very disgruntled that guys were, you know, lucky to get this thing, and she was a very sex, she was lucky. She was a very sex-charged woman. She was very much, she knew what she wanted, and that's a good thing. Uh, I think everyone should be, know what they want and be sex-charged. Um, and she came to me and asked me if this would be something I would do for her. And I thought about it, and I I could definitely see the therapeutic values of massage was released. And the other thing, she, one of the other reasons she came to me was she want, uh, more importantly, she wanted somebody she could trust. And that's particularly men are a little more easy when it comes to um, going into situations where whether it be hiring or going to a massage parlor or something like that. But women want something to trust. So that's really how I got my start. Um, and then from there, a lot of women started coming to me. Uh, just for the pleasure reasons and um, really kind of uh, in searching their own desires. Um, some were married and in a relationship that was not great. Um, some were a lot, a lot were single. Um, Wait a minute. The ones in relationship, did they, yeah. did they bring their husbands eventually to talk? Um, either they, they, either they, some did. Some eventually were looking at it as a stepping stone for them and their husband, um, but uh, others didn't. Others were just uh, in a relationship that they weren't happy with. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, um, they were, you know, not unfortunately, but they were coming to see me. Um, but it, for some of them, it was a way to um, just find something that wasn't happening, the intimacy that wasn't happening in their relationship. Um, so you, we could say that you, I mean, in a certain way, it was a little bit, I don't even want to go there. I was going to say in a certain way, it's a little bit cheating. It, well, it's, 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 those of them that would be called my, they, some of them would call themselves their desperate housewives. Uh, <laughs> it, it, and it, I, yes, it, in their way, it was, um, it was, we could go technical and say it was cheating. Um, but. They were in that uh, realm where they were just – they wanted to have intimacy, but they weren't getting it from their partner. Um, now, and, I, and, and, I, go ahead. Sorry. I have, few, I have some other questions for you. Yes, so go I, ahead. I want to let that one stay there. Yeah, right. I, by the way, again, I got no judgment. I just want to let you know. No we're problem. exploring this because you're unique in your own way and – we're exploring, like, how do people get to you and how do you get started? And it's, it's, it's amazing. And it's true. Men go to play massage parlors. They don't, uh, care if they know the person's name. They don't care how anything about it. They care. They don't care about trust. They pay to go in there. And, and many, every city has many places such as this where men get happy ending and, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it means that they get a sexual release. They actually come. They ejaculate at the end of a stimulating massage or a not even so good massage. And there are places where people can get this really all over the world. And every city in the United States and 
probably small towns have that too. So I understand that women have nowhere to go or have had nowhere to go for something similar for this similar kind of experience. Although I do have to tell you that I once had a massage therapist who thought it was his duty to do that (laughs) when I was on the table. And I was, I, I was totally shocked. I was totally taken by surprise. I was like, hello, excuse me. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he he straight up looked at me in the eye and said, "Isn't this what women want when they get a massage?" Yes, unfortunately, there are those that are out there. That was when, when I created, you know, went into this that area or started that path. Um, when I I wanted it to be sensual, but not clinical, but professional, but sexy, and <laughs> but I, I I wanted with all that. I, the people who contact me knew what exactly they were getting. Um, right. That thing. So that was it. But there are, unfortunately, as a massage therapist, just going taking a side note, as a side as a massage therapist, unfortunately, there are guys that, or people who get into the profession thinking that's what massage is about, and it's not. This is one avenue of massage, and that's that's really my massage bit. Great, great. Well, thanks. It's good to know that you're there. It's good to know that you have integrity. Now, I have a few, I have a few other poignant questions. So, I was going to ask you mm-hmm. if, if gay women ever came to you. Do I, actually, I, I do have a number of, um, a gay, well, lesbian women. I can't think of Yeah. Uh, lesbian women that do come to me. Um, because the whole spectrum between homosexuality and, um, uh, homosexual, heterosexual, and bisexual being the center is vast. A number of um, lesbian women who see me see me because they want the release and they want a good massage and they knew they get a good massage from a man. So that's one. That would be one avenue. For some of that, for others, they were. Um, recently, I saw a, a, a lesbian woman who is actually in um, her. I believe upper 40s or early 50s, who has never orgasmed with any part. And she's been a lesbian all her life. Oh. And she just found me by chance and thought maybe the touch or I could teach her or whatnot to um, be able to or at least experience some, you know, she experienced pleasure. She got aroused, all that. She just never was able to go over the edge. And through our touch work, really what we found was she got so aroused that she was actually preventing herself from orgasming because she felt like she had to urinate, and it wasn't urinating. She could actually ejaculate, squirt. Right. And she was afraid to do that. So once she... You know, I said it was okay to do that, and she let it go. And you know, after we, you know, I showed her, and and she realized that wasn't urine. She, you know, she had literally her first orgasm, and wow. very intense. And since then, I, you know, she was, you know, what partner she's with, she can tells him that she can do this, and but she's able to even. Let's- Let's stop here for a second, I, because I want to I want to define this a little yes. bit further, because you and I know what we're talking about, but okay. everyone else does not know that 
it's possible for females to ejaculate. So tell us a little something more about that. I didn't know the show was going to go there, but you know what? <laughs> let's go there because people need to know about this. Yeah. Well, let's start off with you know at the uh, you, you know and maybe some other people uh, listening to us and for for example. Yes, Virginia and Mary and Sue, there is a G spot. There, there was, um, there was an article at the beginning of the year from a survey saying there was no G spot. There is. Um, basically what happens is, um, women, um, when they get aroused enough can have a, the gland, the G, the gland that's, uh, comes down, uh, once it's aroused enough can secrete, um, basically a liquid um, that comes out. Um, it's not urine. It comes out from the area. It may smell a little bit like urine in the beginning, but it's nothing. It's just the gland secreting the urine. Um, and they basically release liquid. And, and it, sometimes a lot of it, like bucket salt. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, some people can squirt a little bit. Um, some people have a trickle and some people can squirt across the room. Right. It depends on the intensity. It doesn't happen all the time. Um, it, for some people, if you can find the, uh, the spot, um, it's just. Well, we're, gonna, well, we're now going to tell people where the spot is. <laughs> yeah. Because, because if we just leave them hanging, <laughs> <laughs> like right here, like sometimes you can find the spot and sometimes you can't. People will be freaked out. So. The G-spot in a woman is a place inside the vagina. It's right underneath the pubic bone. So it's if someone were to insert their finger inside the vagina, when a woman is lying on her back and made a kind of come here movement with her finger, like come here. Come here, come here. <laughs> come hither, come hither. That would, that place right where the finger would touch, is directly behind the pubic bone, and it's a different feeling. If everybody right now would take their tongue, anybody listening right now, and Hercules, you can do this too, uh-huh. if everybody would take their tongue and put their their uh, tongue into their cheek and feel the, the tissue inside their cheek to the right or left, that's what the vaginal wall feels like. But if you were to put your tongue up onto the palate, where it feels kind of ridgy, yes, that's what the G spot feels like, and that's how people can identify it. Yes, and and when it get when you get to even further the point to kind of tell you what, um, so people know when it really you're getting to that point to really make it effectively work. From what I, my experience is, if you actually pull back. On if a male, if you're, you have somebody or a female who's doing this, if you pull back, um, more towards the clitoris back a little bit and you focus on that spot that's simultaneously, um, that's where I have more experience, um, with people being able to do that. It's, but that's a great description you just gave. Yeah. So that's how, I mean, that's how people can find it. And what you're talking about now is to do it. is that now by stimulating that you it is possible any woman can can ejaculate. Will she? Will she let herself? That is the question that that you went to with this woman. She wasn't going to let herself, so she wasn't going to let herself feel any of it. Yeah, 
that's and that's that's actually how one of the other reasons why I saw people, whether they're lesbian or you know uh, straight women, um, some women ha- were never able to um, have an orgasm, um, or they only had a clitoral orgasm. I mean, that's amazing. I I love women. I I mean, I find. I could tell. I, I love. I, I, love I could people. tell that you love. I, it sounds I, to me like I, you love everybody. I love, love everybody, but I love when I love. I, and I think you guys are so lucky. I I just men. You can men really. I mean, you can have orgasms throughout your body. Do not get me wrong. I've had orgasms from you know having my nipples sucked and touched and all that, and other parts of my body. However, with the in that particular area, the most in, you know intense orgasm is through either you know through the penis or through the clitoris or a G-spot. You have two spots. Men have one. I mean, unless it's a G-spot, you know. Uh, um, but it's just, it's, I, I find it fantastic that you have these two spots. But I find it that's, it's, I mean, a little, this whole thing that working with women or talking with women particularly saying, I've never had an orgasm, that's a shame. It's just, you know. And that can be for various reasons, you know, them allowing not to be intimate, um, not getting to that level. Um, these, you know, pass, you know, we don't teach ourselves how, you know, we, men are pretty much will teach themselves how to orgasm. That's pretty easy. But there's no one to teach a woman how to have an orgasm. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. There are, there are, I teach women how God, to have an orgasm. But when, when you're growing up, there's no, but there's or no one to encourage. Right. That, that's right. A, there's no one to encourage them, and that's what part of what you and I do is encourage them to orgasm. You know, it's like what's working with that woman. I I said it's okay. That feeling you have is you know is normal. You're allowed to let it go. Let that you know, let it go. If it feels like you have to urinate, fine. It feels like that, but let that feeling go, and we'll deal with it after. Right. And that, right. She did, boom, which she felt much better. Wow. Stuff. So. What a great, it, this is great. Uh, what a great story. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful lesson. What a really great ability to communicate this that you have. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, a, a caring and a nurturing of somebody's birthright. I, I acknowledge you for finding your niche, so to speak. Pun intended. Pun intended. I, <laughs> I, I, I acknowledge you because it's true. Uh, many people ha- suffer in their lives from always having bad sex and bad lovemaking, and you're offering an alternative, a safe alternative that people can that that people can have if they find you. So, just so I let people know, I'm talking with Hercules, the pleasure coach. And you can get in, in touch with them. How was that again? What org was that? <laughs> it's the pleasurecoach.org. The pleasurecoach.org. Remember orgasm. <laughs> right, orgasm. And we've been talking about how he got started, what kinds of people come to see him, uh, the, at least the women segment, both uh, lesbian and straight women come to see him, women in relationships and women who are single come to see him to explore their own wants and desires and possibly learn to communicate them to their partners-to-be or their current partners and possibly not. When we come back, we'll be talking about other people who may come to see him and who knows what we'll discover. So please (laughs) 
Please stay tuned. This is Laurie Handlers, and you're listening to Tantra Cafe. If you're listening to Tantra Cafe, congratulations. You've reached a higher plane of consciousness in caring for yourself and caring for your significant other. Tantra can help with physical and emotional bonding to nurture your relationship. And there's another level of care that you should be considering as well. It's your family's financial well-being. I rely on DeLone Financial Services to guide me on this journey. And Jeff DeLone is my friend. He and I have worked together for years. He even helps care for my father's finances. For information about your family's financial planning, contact Jeff DeLone at 610-356-1253. That's 610-356-1253. Or... You can email Jeff at jdelone at delonefinancialgroup.com. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through FSC Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC. Jeff DeLone is a registered representative with FSC Securities Corporation. DeLone Financial Group is not. Well, welcome back to Tantra Cafe. It's a program for spiritual enlightenment, and I'm Laurie Handlers. I'm talking to Hercules, the pleasure coach, and we're finding out some amazing things. We're finding about that we're finding out that women can ejaculate. We're finding out that women have more spots to have orgasm on than men, and Hercules is jealous. <laughs> I want to go na 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 na, but that's okay. That might be why men have been cruel to women. Uh, for so many years because they're jealous of two spots. Actually, there are more than two spots, too. There's, there's other places that women can, um, can no, orgasm from. I, I, wanna, I honestly say the whole body can, you can orgasm throughout the whole body from that's right. thing, but, um, the two key areas, but yes. That's got, right. That's so right. Listen, the other thing I wanted to just say before I ask you, I really want to ask you now about men coming to see you and, you, there's something in your re- bio about people who are transgender, etc. So I'm interested in your whole array here. But for, first, I just want to let people know that also, if they're not orgasming often, it's because they're not breathing. And because just when they're about to orgasm, they kind of hold their breath. It's like a fear factor. So the best thing to do is make sound. I tell people to make the following sounds. Because when they hear themselves making that sound, although at first they may be horrified Mm -hmm. to make the sound, when they're making sound, the sound is the exhale. So they've got to then inhale. And then when they make the sound again, they have to exhale. And so then they have to again inhale. And so chances are, through breathing, when one is breathing and, and oxygenating their system, it's very difficult to prevent feelings. Mm-hmm. So I just, I add that to our, to what we're discovering today as our repertoire with the pleasure I'll, coach. I'll even, I'll take it a step for that. I, I'm just getting into the whole holistic, um, sacred sexuality areas and Tantra, uh, Tantra sex, uh, Taoism, uh, uh, sex. And one of the things, though, I, I try to keep what I do also basic. I, 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 I like to act as a, um, there's all this stuff that's out there, and I try to basically teach the Western or the American 
people because uh, unfortunately we Americans tend not to get this stuff as well, or it's not given to them as they're growing up, or it's not their part of the lifestyle. But I tend to be try to break it down the basics. One of the basic things I also try to do is be primal. What I call the primal. It's allowing you know sex is a, is is an animal thing. We're all animals. We're very primal. Um, and by being when I one of the things I when I say be primal. When an animal has sex on you know, nature, they actually, you know, are using their whole being, their their voice, the energy that's coming out, the chi from their center. Um, they're very connected with what they're doing. So I tell people to be connected, and I say do the same same thing as you say, the breathing, but again, make noise during it. Um, when you're when you release that orgasm, release the you know the noise with it. Um, you know who cares about the neighbor next door? Okay, <laughs> it's, right. It's about you. So right, exactly. With you know, with, with you're saying, do the breathing, make that noise and stuff like that. But even on that orgasm, just ah, you know, let it out. It, it, it intensifies your your appreciation of what you're doing and intensifies the, the moment and the experience. Great. Thank you. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I'm, I'm excited to hear you say that. It's exciting. I hope people are getting excited as they, <laughs> as they share this with us. Now, you talked, we talked about your, my questions of, in the very beginning were going to be, do mostly women call you? Who calls <laughs> you? Now, do men call you? And if men call you, do straight men call you? Do gay men call you? Do transgender people does everyone call you? Does the president call you? <laughs> <laughs> the president called, I'd come. Um, uh, I'm open to anyone calling me. Uh, my, I've done work with um, gay, lesbian, uh, transgender people. Um, I've uh, had two clients who actually went through uh, um, uh, reassignment surgery. Um, and that was something they worked with me after they had the surgery. Uh, Wait a minute, what, what is it called again? I'm sorry, reassignment surgery. They went from um, they chose to go from being a man to a woman. Wow. Uh, okay. I've worked with some of them. Um, relations in terms of working one on one, in terms of talking with giving them ideas um, to how to better their relationships. That's I'll, I can work with anybody. Um, and when I work with them, it can be just from the basic things of um, how do I orgasm to how do I get into, you know, we're interested, you know, as a couple or I or even with single people come to me and ask me, how do I uh, get have my partner get into a threesome or something? And I can give them ideas to that. Um, but with men. Uh, most of the men who see me actually see me through couples again, and they're they're uh, they're looking to increase their intimacy. Um, but one of the other things I actually as a uh, wait wait I, do do men do men feel threatened like they can't you know I in my that, that, in my that, sense women men feel like if they can't give their woman an orgasm, they're not you know if they're penis isn't big enough or if they don't do the right te technique they don't want to hear it they say you know it's her problem no yes and but those who are open and communicate with their 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 spouse or their partner um 
aren't, you know, may have some of those reflections, and we do discuss those. I, I reassure them that's not just. It may be here's some techniques, but don't be afraid. It's you know, if I can, if I it was me working with her and I can get her off, and you can't, it's not a bad thing. I just I'm know what I'm doing. Here are some things that you may not have thought of. I give them ideas to how to, you know, to get them up. I do teach, you know, intimate touch sessions. So I teach them how to, um, to touch literally. It's, it's, you know, because one of the things, one of the reasons why I, when I, as I said, I started up the doing the therapeutic central massage, it touches one of the, is one of the oldest forms of healing, it's a it's a great communicator because there's verbal communication, there's physical communication. Um, but massage in general is is a great form of foreplay. So I tell them, I just say, if you just take time and you know use this thing, you will get the result can get the results that you want um, using massage through touch. So I that's how I work with men and teaching them. Um, but it's also talking. But it's, even as a little side note, or um, some of the men who see me as well, um, this I just wrote an article recent, a blog about it recently, uh, about um, men with uh, erectile dysfunction, or ED problems, um, and there are men who see me because of that. Either they're having, they're not able to. Um, satisfy their partner because of this and they want their, they want their partner satisfied. Um, and I think that I give them kudos for doing that, want, having somebody come in and do something. But I also talk to them that there are other ways that they can, to do things. Um, like what? Maybe well, like- I mean, you, you don't need, you don't need a penis to, you know, satisfy your partner. I, right, okay, thank I, you. <laughs> but I, I, for example, I, with the person I'm with, I, it brings me pleasure to myself to pleasure them. That's my, that's one of my mindsets when I'm with a person. So if that's what your, your goal is in your head that you, you know, I'm sorry, the equipment down below is not working and I, it doesn't end there. If you have the desire to please your partner, guess what? Toys are great. Uh, I mean, I what's one of the services I actually offer is I actually we go play shopping. I take um, clients to adult stores, and we we talk about toys and different toys they could you know use. And but you know, um, I just uh, I don't know you're, if you're you're like a full service barrel of fun and pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. You are you're you're. You're amazing. You run the gamut of all these things, and it's just, it's wonderful to know that you exist, really. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful to know, um, again, thank you for finding your, your my, bliss, your bliss. Well, that's what I love. We're, well, I'm talking today with Hercules, the pleasure coach, about all the services that he provides for helping people find their own pleasure, for helping people, one, acknowledge that they have pleasure, two, define what they want, and three, go about getting it, which is an, it's an, it's a very unique service. It's really something I, I hadn't thought of. There can't be too many of people like him around. So please stay tuned to Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers, and we'll be talking with him in our final segment just about any 
other unique service that he provides or <laughs> delving a little more into the toys. Many times on Tantra Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. In my CD, Shamanic Release and Lalihan, I create a very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work that I'm known for in my Tantra courses. From the CD, I set you up with the proper positioning and breathing, and then I guide you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythm. If you try this CD, you'll find that it's an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at ButterflyWorkshops.com for only $20. Aren't you really worth it? Get my CD, Shamanic Release and Lottie Han, at ButterflyWorkshops.com and walk free from emotional baggage. Well, we're back with Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers, and I'm talking with Hercules, the pleasure coach. And in this little time we have left, okay. tell us anything else, any other service that you offer, because you're, I mean, you're, ama- you're like one stop shopping. You're, you're really amazing. You told us about, uh, how a partner could please another partner whether they have erectile dysfunction or not in the last segment. You told us in the segment before how a woman could ejaculate or how a partner could find a G-spot. So what's left? Um, well, as, uh, as I said, I do the play. We go play shopping. Um, um, we have the, I have the counseling and uh, the intimate touch. Um, right now, I, I, that's really what I – those are what I'm – Working with, I'm um, actually expanding and looking into more. Um, I'm also uh, on on my own journey uh, in the sense that I am now delving into the tantric and uh, Taoist and shamanistic uh, sexualities, and hope to eventually bring those to people more. It's not my specialty. I I I know my life path has crossed into them and I know a little bit about them so I I, I plan to in time share those things I I as I said I, I, I I'm a mentor and I'm an educator uh, but I'm also always a student well I would love to have you I invite you to Phoenix to come to I haven't done any classes in LA in a while but I I invite you to come to Phoenix Anytime to be in my classes, I would love to share with you my knowledge in Tantra and uh, the things that I've learned about. And I, I'd also love to experience a session with you. I think, you know, in the modern day that we're in, in this 2010, uh, I think it's phenomenal that you offer a service like this. And I, 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 I can't say enough how excited I am to know of you and to know how you how you came about it. And I certainly will let people know. Now, are you based primarily in the L.A. area? That's I, um, I Actually, I work out of the L.A. area, but I, I'm used to traveling I mean, for services. I actually uh, travel between uh, north of L.A. to Santa Barbara and as far south as uh, San Diego and as far uh, uh, east uh, as Palm Springs. Um, but I do 
do I'm working on coaching over the phone eventually. I'm working on that right now. And I'm also going to be, uh, I'm available to do talks and lectures and stuff all over the world. So I I hope to be taking taking myself on the road more. Wonderful. Well, let's see if we can just expand you from Palm Springs, just slightly, slightly east to Phoenix. Phoenix, okay. (laughs) Yeah, Phoenix, Arizona, yeah. Well, I, I, I just want to see if there's anything else I haven't asked you. You know, um, have you, yeah, I know, I, it, 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 it came up earlier in my mind. Mm-hmm. You say sometimes people aren't honest, like I know, and this has to be, this has got to be a real quick answer, but I've had people call me who were not sincere, like who were a setup. Yeah. I've had people heavy breathe on the phone and I've had people call me and, Try to set up some kind of a scene. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that anyone who looks at what we do, um, I just uh, a woman named Catherine to- Toyoka um, uh, up in San Francisco. She was put on out one day that she was frustrated. She got the same thing, and I get it too. People just want to see what you're about, or since we deal with sex, um, that we're you know, we're going to want to jump into bed with them and stuff like that. No, it's we're we're here to offer people um, a service, a, service. A, a legitimate needed service. Yes, yes. and yes. You know, sex. Yes, sex is fun. Sex is funny. However, sex is life, and sex is serious. So great, great. So uh, what I get from what our talk is that you're a serious person who represents. Uh, sexual healing, mm-hmm. who represents a way to find intimacy for individuals, couples, threesomes, whoever, mm-hmm. in a very serious and sincere way, mm-hmm. on the up and up. On the up and, and up. And I and love it, too. And I thank you so much for being my guest today, Hercules. And I thank, thank you for having me. If you want to find Hercules, you can find him again at thepleasurecoach.org. And I want to let you know that next week, my guests will be an experts in accelerating energy and cre- creativity. They are coaches of sex and spirit and joy. And I want to remind you that you can follow me, Laurie Handlers, on Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to order a copy of my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy. This has been a really great, great afternoon with you and I am saying namaste from Tantra Cafe. Thank you for having me. Thank you.